Welcome everybody, how are you doing? It's another show, another episode of Downway Sports, the radio show, the podcast, if you will. Um, today's show, we're going to talk about the NBA and the players. Are they getting way too entitled or do they have a point? The NFL, there's a couple moves that happened there, and Urban Meyer's already making mistakes, and there's a brand new queen in the tennis world. So everybody, understand what day it is. It's Thursday. It's 8 o'clock, and you're listening on DynastyRadioNY.com, and you're listening to your number one source and home for all sports, for every sports fan out there. So buckle up, gather around, because it only means one thing, and that one thing is... It is showtime. Get ready. We are tour and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so. Welcome, 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 hey, here we go, here we go, I'm buying time because my glasses are foggy, my hat's down low, the camera's at a new angle, it only means one thing, it is showtime everybody, welcome to an all new Downright Sports, the radio show slash podcast, and I am your host, the number one sports fan, oh, nope, 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 that is not how that goes, that is not how that goes, let me try that again. I am your host, the most electric, no, 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 that is not, that's not it, God dang it, that's not it, hold on, and I am your host, the man, Woo. no, no, come on, Brent, you know it, you say, oh, that's it, I'm your host, yours truly, the notorious sports critic, the host for the sports fan out there, the fan of the fans, your uh, Monday through Sunday delight, Mr. Thursday night himself. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Brent Reed, and this is Downright Sports, an all-new episode here on Dynasty Radio NY, 
or on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere you can download a podcast because I am everywhere. How about them apples, huh? Nah, nah. Another week, I got to find some these glasses. Dirty, boy. Uh, truth be told, a little inside baseball. Don't need them. It's more for envy, and I do it for the show. <laughs> it's like uh, Superman put on the cape. He doesn't need it, but, you know, he puts it on. You know, there's just how it goes. How about levels? Can I hear me? Can I hear me? I feel like I'm messing with my levels every week before each show. And now I'm starting to think like my, I'm starting to think Allie's coming in here and she's recording her own show. And she's not telling me. That's what I think's going on. Like she's recording because I'm always messing with my levels and I don't touch the mic or the levels throughout the week. Like I, when I'm not recording, it's not being adjusted. It's not being messed with. I can promise you that. Most guaranteed. <laughs> I can guarantee it. Anyway, so what happened this week? Nothing major. Nothing spectacular. You know, there was no real news that came across. You know, nothing significant for me to just kick the show off with. Oh, what is this? Breaking news. Draymond Green is complaining. Oh, what else is new, right? So, there's no secret that a couple NBA players are being considered to be traded. And teams want to make sure these guys are healthy so they can be traded. And they're either going to be traded or going to be bought out. And it's basically they uh, one of the players in particular, um, Andre Drummond, uh, Blake Griffin's another one. There's rumors out there Victor Oladipo could be on the move too. So what has happened? Basically, the, Cavali- the Cleveland Cavaliers have decided they're going to sit Andre Drummond. Fair enough. Uh, Draymond Green has decided to voice his opinion on the matter as he claims this is deemed unfair, as he claims this is wrong, as he claims every single player in the NBA is just disrespected. And how the fact that every single player in the NBA is mistreated. And how every single player in the NBA is just a slave at work and at the behest of their master. All right, that part I might have put in, but that's pretty much what he was driving home. So, last time I tried to touch on this subject, I was called out because I felt when James Harden decided that he was just going to gain a bunch of weight... And basically tell the Houston Rockets, I don't want to be here anymore. After they given him tons of money that he accepted to play there long term, um, I felt it was kind of you know it was kind of hypocritical of him and a little bit wrong that now all of a sudden you know you don't want to be on this team after you decide to sign an extension and just you know so I'm just gonna take the money and I ain't gonna worry about you know I just take the money that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna take the money. <laughs> And I said, hey, how about you just play out your contract and, um, you know, be, you know, show some, some signs of a little bit of loyalty to a franchise that basically embraced you. And I was told, how am I not on the side of the player? Well, news for you. I ain't on the side of Draymond Green either. I think him and some other players at times show a sign of tone deafness. How is it unfair for Andre Drummond, a man, if uh, we get the notes here, a man who's making um, $27 million to sit on the bench? Oh, his life is just so unfair. If uh, Draymond Green spent a few minutes in held his tongue before he opened his mouth it's actually best for Drummond that the team does sit him the Cleveland Cavaliers aren't winning any championships this year Um, oh wait breaking news across the wire fresh off losing to the New York Knicks the 9 and 20 something Timberwolves just fired their head coach uh, the late great Flip Saunders son 
has just been fired by the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll touch on that in a second. That dumpster fire of a franchise. Boy, oh boy, that is a train wreck. I had his name. It went across the screen. Just popped up. It's breaking news for you. Nothing like it, kids. Breaking news. Here it is. Uh, Ryan Saunders, uh, the son of the late, great Flip Saunders who passed away two years ago now. Yeah. Uh, he's been coaching the team since his dad passed. And they just lost to the Knicks tonight, 99 to 103. I can promise you it ain't his fault. It ain't any coaches that they had fault. It's the fact that the team has just been mismanaged and the players. It goes to my point. This is the, this is the problem. So, here you got a situation where Draymond Green is now going to be the voice of the voiceless. He's going to be upset. He's going to speak his mind and complain and say it's unfair for a group of guys who average $7.25 million. That's their minimum wage, by the way. And that's the, that's the average pay in the NBA. It's unfair that when a team has decided they're done with them, they're done. You know, for the time, everybody knows, it's business. 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 And in business, when your product is no longer selling, or your product is no longer productive, or your product is no longer of value, it's time to take it off the shelf. Sometimes the product will self Take yourself off the shelf because the product will retire or it will be forced out. In the case of Andre Drummond, he serves no, the Cavaliers don't need him. They don't want him. Why should he be on a team that doesn't need or want him? And they're going to sit him to keep him healthy so he can go somewhere he wants to. Now, if they can't trade him, they're going to buy him out. Oh, my God, that's. That's the worst thing ever, Draymond. They're going to give him his full salary to leave? <sighs> How dare they? Out of any group of athletes in this world, my, in, on, on team sports, outside of soccer, basketball players are the, most, are the best treated in the world. In the world. Guaranteed contract from day one. Boom. Boom. Money Penny. Sit. Sit. My dog wants to be part of the show and she's been restless this whole time. <laughs> um, from day one, best hotels, best flights, best food, be- you name it. There's first class everything. That just sounds terrible, Draymond. How dare the owners do that for you? If you look, I'm because I'm just gonna go call call I'm gonna call a strike like a strike. The average minimum wage in the United States of America is seven point seven dollars and twenty five cents. Wow. Now, Draymond, tell a guy who works in a coal mine or a mechanic or a construction worker when his job is done with him, what does he get? Does he get a nice buyout salary? No. Was he mistreated? Yeah. When Andre Drummond finds a new team, because he will find a new team, he's going to make even more money. Somebody's going to go after him. Somebody's going to need to trade for him. Most teams are just waiting. They probably haven't traded because word already got out that they're going to want to cut you know, cut him. So once he's cut, then somebody will pick him up. Oh, man. He's gonna be, like this, this, this. I hear all the time. From people I come across that they don't want to watch the NBA anymore because they're tired of these guys just <laughs> flapping off at the mouth, flapping the gums, just being uh, complaining. Now, let's back up. There's a difference in Draymond Green fighting for social justice or any NBA or any athlete that matter fighting for social change. Hey, go to town, fight for that. But don't sit in your most the most comfortable chair you could possibly sit in, with the most comfortable shoes you could possibly uh, wear, with the most comfortable clothes. After getting a massage, after getting water filtered by the mother load, after being wined and dined like you're a king and queen, while others sit around eating pork and beans, and you're going to tell me how 
wrong you've been treated. I talked to DJ Chase, right? <clears throat> Shout out to DJ Chase. And you can listen to him Mondays on this channel at uh, 8 o'clock or check out his YouTube channel, right? And he basically, you know, you don't, if, if you don't want to play in the NBA, don't play in the NBA. Simple as that. If you think it's unfair, go to ownership, say, hey, I don't want to play here no more, and do one or two things. Go play overseas. Go play in the big three. Go start your own league. How about that? How about, I got one better for you. How about all you guys that think it's unfair to play in the NBA making so much money, start your own league. Start your own league. Start out small. I give you five years before you got one guy that's complaining. And then what do you do, Draymond? What do you do when you get that one disgruntled player who thinks that you are mismanaging or you are mistreating or you are not giving him what he or she is looking for? You know who's treated unfairly, Draymond? WNBA players. Because they don't get paid anything. They get their nationally televised superstars, some of the best players, if not the best players in the world. And basically, one NBA player makes what one franchise is probably worth. But I have to hear from a guy who last year in averaged eight points a game, and this year averages five points a game, and probably the team will be better without him, complain. Draymond, you are one, trust me, you are 30-plus, you are not productive offensively, and your best years are probably behind you, and you are one moment away from finding yourself sitting next to Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny the Jet Smith, on Thursday nights. Trust me when I tell you this. <clears throat> I'm not being spiteful. I'm not hating. Because I believe they should. I believe the, the NBA. Got 2.5 billion dollars. From TNT, ESPN. And Disney. To broadcast the games. I believe the players should get a portion of that. And they do. They get 50% or 49%. Whatever they agree to. They should get all of that money. Because they are the product. But the guys that sit in the Mallory Towers that sign them checks, guess what? They get final say. I got to punch a clock every day. If I decide one morning, I think it's unfair how my job is treating me because I want an hour and a half lunch break versus an hour. You know what they're going to tell me? Oh, well. And then if I say, well, I'm just going to sit out until I get an hour and a half lunch break. Well, I will. I will be sitting out. And as they would say, I would be promoted to customer. So, you know, like, a lot of NBA players, yo, you come from nothing. But some, I think, forget what it was like to have nothing. And to just appreciate what you do have. Is it, look, it's, a, it's how it goes. When your, your time is up, your time is up. You can't compare it. It's not intentional servitude. And it's definitely not slavery. Why? Because you volunteered to participate in this league. You went to college. You went to the draft. You were drafted. You signed a check contract. Simple as that. If, you, if anybody out there listening can't see that or can't understand that, come holler at me. I'll be more than glad to continue to break it down for you and explain the differences in real slavery real intentional servitude, a real job, because I have to listen to Draymond say it's unfair that a guy who doesn't even work the front, doesn't even work a whole year, be upset because of uh, uh, one player was sat down until they found somewhere to send him. Cut it out. Enough. Enough. And they need to be called on this crap. Like, not the not the BS like the shut up and dribble. Not that. Not that. Again, they want to be let's because I know somebody out there is not listening, so let me break this down for you. It's not about being a, an active. They want to protest uh social injustice, you want to protest racial injustice, you want to protest anything you want that's you know depriving people of something, go for it. It got to do with being on between them lines on that basketball court though. Look, man, unless you're getting fouled or just stop. Like, seriously. And I'm please gotta stop hearing things like Draymond's a Hall of Famer. 
In what world? In what world? <laughs> anyway, that's how you start the show. You start off angry. Urgh. I'm going to get nice on this next segment. Trust and believe me. This is Downright Sports here on DynastyRadioNY.com. I can promise you, you will never hear Draymond Green on this show because after that, I have lost one. <laughs> and I can tell you that much. Um, uh, today, the music on the show is classic soul and a little funk. Well, one funk. Uh, we kicked the show off with some bringing home to me from Sam Cooke. Now we're going to move on to David Rufford, and um, after that, little Jackie Wilson, and then Parliament Funkin' Dunlop to cut to close the show off. Um, so yeah, if you're watching on Facebook Live, which looks like zero R, which is rare, um, we'll be back in the second segment, so gear up, get ready, we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, y'all? My name is Kevin Pryor, but I'm better known as 950 Kev from the 950 Lounge Show with LeBron James of the Radio Game, the most electrifying man in media today. And I'm tuned into my man Brent Reed and the Downright Sports Show. And if you ain't tuned in 950, you better be tuned into Downright Sports. <laughs> Somewhere that should be for all the world to see A statue of a fool made of stone An image of a man who let love slip through his hand And then let him stand there all alone So build a statue The world's greatest fool And name it after me mm-hmm. And there on his face A gold tear should be placed To honor And I think it would show Then everyone would know Concealed inside is a broken heart So build a statue And oh, build it high So the world can see
Here we go. We're back to Downright Sports Radio. Apparently, Deion Sanders got robbed again. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Wait a minute. Whoever put the lie of being I was stolen, uh, blah, 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 Ziploc bag in the office and items, blah, blah, blah. my staff were witness the crime. It's like twice Deion's been robbed since he's joined this uh, Jacksonville State team. Mm, you may want to go back to just chilling. On the NFL Network again, Dion. You just everybody just taking prime time stuff. You don't have to like snuff somebody. Which I think is an inside job, like one of the players or something. Like, I mean, to be fair, Dion, you walk around with a lot of money in said locker room. <laughs> I ho- I really hope like it, you know he's like like this stops because I think it's wrong. It's just messed up. Um, first of all, shout out. The one and only Duke University with the upset yesterday, or Saturday rather, against UVA. Uh, March Madness is getting ready to kick off and get started. Uh, Duke probably won't, for them to make the tournament, they're going to have to run through the ACC, and that may be impossible. Uh, College basketball is just, what's up is down, and what down is up. It's a crazy year this year. It really is. Um, I'm checking out these highlights right now with the uh, women's basketball. I tell you what, there's some hoopers. She about to knock down that J. Bam! From uh, South Carolina State, number two. You know what's wild? So South Carolina is like number two every year. It's the same teams, like the top ten teams. All right, right. But you know UConn, women's UConn is like going to be in the championship. And then the years that they not in, everybody's like, what happened? How were they not in the championship? I always find that funny. Like, that's the funny. Like, it's so cool. But I, I coached girls basketball for a little bit. I tell you what, they give, they give you 110%, a little bit more. Like, they bang and they fight. Like, they don't play around. They come for, they come for blood. Like, they don't play. Um, speaking of women champions, bah, 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 oh, wait, that's too far. Bah, 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 bah. That was a chicken or something. Like. Um, so, uh, the Australian Open is the first Grand Slam to kick off the tennis season. Um, it goes the Australian, the French, Wimbledon, and then the U.S. Open to close out the year. And it seems that Serena Williams, who has run roughshod over tennis for more than 20-something years, her time may be coming to an end. And what better way for her to step away and leave the women's side of the, the sport in good hands with the young lady of Naomi Osaka, who beat Serena um, uh, this past week. And beat her clean and beat her straight sets. And the 22-year-old basically showed up and she's showing out. She's been around the block not very long and she's already got three grand slams under the belt. Like, yeah, she's like that. You know what I'm saying? It's, she's like that. She's what tennis is going to rely on at least for another 10 years, hopefully. And then I'm hoping that she develops a rivalry or at least a friendly rivalry with um, Goff. Is her name? Is her name called? I can't think of her name. I'm going to find it. But the the girl from Tampa who, like, caught America's eye last year and the world's when Gaga over. Uh, I'm going to find her name. Anyway. So to kind of give you an idea, Naomi's already got three Grand Slams, uh, two Australian Opens, and one U.S. Open. And she's finished in uh, the third round in both Wimbledon and the French a couple times. She will, if not this year, potentially could win 
all of them. Like that's how good of a player she is. I haven't watched her. I've watched only her highlights, so I'm not gonna sit and pretend like her backhand is where the amazement come. Like no, we're not gonna speak that. What we're gonna talk about is when she, Serena. We're gonna talk more about Serena probably when Serena was on the world of tennis, the world of culture, everywhere. Serena when she came along. Her and her sister came through, and they were wrecking balls. We, the world, never seen a tandem like Venus and Serena. In the early days, Venus was the better player, and then Serena, being a younger sister, just outshined her and just went past her. Maria Sharapova was supposed to be Serena's equal. Was supposed to be Serena's um, her her great great opponent. The only way she was Serena's great opponent was in the fashion world, because Maria was actually making more money than Serena because she was modeling, and the world looked at her as the beautiful Russian flower until she got caught taking meldonium, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> Serena took it upon herself and said, I'm not just going to be one of the best tennis players in the world. I'm going to be, you're gonna, everybody's going to know my name. She took her power she took her she took her winning ways and applied it in the world of fashion, modeling, uh, acting. Her acting skills is terrible, <laughs> but still acting. And she made herself with the the cold word is she made a brand. She made the Serena Williams brand, and she built that brand from the ground up. And I tell you what, you got LeBron, you have Tom Brady. And Serena Williams in this last 20 years, Kobe Bryant throw his throw him in there too. We've seen we've never seen athletes rise like this or build themselves to the level these guys. They have separated, she especially has separated herself in her sport above everybody. Like you can't tell unless you watch it religiously. You honest to God could not just off the top of your dome just go, oh, oh, I know another tennis player. You couldn't. It's impossible. I'm looking it up now. I don't know who half these people are. Like, that's how amazing Serena Williams has made her career. The people she's lost to are footnotes. Like, you don't even know who they are. Like, that's how minuscule. Like, her blowups are bigger than the losses. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, she's had a couple, like, blow-ups where, like, she's threatened to shove a ball down the line judge's mouth. Like, I will shove this. Like, that. Like she has gone there. And, but the crazy thing is, her greatness in winning, coming back, winning 22-plus, you know, 20-something-plus majors. Like, that's where it's at. It's about the grand slams. It's about the majors. That's what they play for. She's got, there's four of them. In a year, she's got 20 plus. Like, she is like that. Naomi could potentially be that. Like, she has the look. She has that. that what does she have? The charisma. Serena had charisma. And that is the make or break difference in what's going to make her a tennis star versus a superstar. And that's what Serena Williams is. Serena Williams is a true to honest superstar. Now, there's talk that she may be done. And if she is done, I think the tennis world better get ready because you you need to find your replacement. The men's side of tennis is horrible right now. Trash. Yeah, Djokovic has won another one. Who cares? They don't have the sex appeal they had in the early days when you had Connors and McElroy and um, 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 crap. I can't think of his name right now. Um. Patrick, um, shoot, the names escape me, but I've got other names. Uh, Arthur uh, Agassi and uh, Sampras. Like, you had, they had names, they had celebrities, they uh, they had gravitas, that's a good word. They had gravitas. These guys today, like Federer, Nadal, they're going to be done soon. Andy Murray turned out to be nothing. Um, John, um, hold on. Not John McElroy. Yeah, John McElroy. Like, superstar. You know what I'm saying? Box office. Huge names. Why can't I find that girl's name? Something golf. Something golf. She's like 15 
and she's like just as good. Remember, like America went crazy over her a few years ago. But anyway, I digress. So, congrats to Naomi Osaka. You know what I'm saying? And if this is the last time we see Serena Williams um, suit up and play, you know, this is this is her last year. If this is her swan song, she deserves, first of all, Serena deserves when to walk away on her own terms. She deserves how she walks away. She deserves when she wants to walk away. Heck, if I'm Serena, I give Serena... A voucher. If she only wants to play in the U.S. Open every year, she's allowed to because I think she could be good. Like that's how good she is. Uh, she's just the beast. I need my uncle Sterling on this episode because he's a big tennis guy. He could tell you um, who compared to because uh, Chris Elliott, great tennis player, Anna Kolakova, great tennis player. Um, there are so many greats. Um, I never seen the early t- ladies who played. And I barely watch. I saw like some people in the early two thousands, but tennis, it just it was just dragged on. And I watched baseball. I respect tennis because my mother played and she was very good at it until she got a trophy stolen. That seemed to be the same day she stopped playing. Like she was like, all right, enough's enough. I don't want to play anymore. I don't. I don't want to participate anymore. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna look up this person's name and I'm gonna talk about it in the next segment because. I'm upset and I'm obsessed. Like, why can't I find her name? Some golf is her dang last name. Coco Golf. I knew it. Gosh darn it. Yeah, she she's only like 16, 17. If she turns it on, she could be the competition to uh, Naomi Osaka. And she, all she got to do is just win one. Just win one. And, you know, you're etched in stone forever. You feel me? Alright, so we'll be back and get ready to wrap the show up uh, in the last segment. We're just going to talk a bunch of different topics and keep it moving. Little, you know, episode 48. You know, it's just a throwaway show. You know what I mean? Countdown to episode 50, though. Uh, we're gonna try to, I'm trying to make that a big show. I always get excited for these milestone shows, and they just turn to be big farts. But <laughs> hopefully this one is the big one. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming in this a bit. The big one. Anyway, we'll be right back with more Dillard Sports Radio. Once upon a time, there was a young basketball player who had dreams of becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time. My name is Kobe Bryant. I'm 17 years old. With the hunger, the motivation, and the desire to be the best possible basketball player that I could be. You worked day and night. Every day for years and years and years and years and years. And as time went on, 20 years had passed. And he felt that he had accomplished all that he set out to accomplish. But what he come to realize is that the goal that he set out initially of becoming the greatest of all time was a very fickle one. And what he realized that the most important thing in life is how your career moves and touches those around you and how it carries forward to the next generation. But he realized that's what makes true greatness. The story would be about transformation. Party! 
Show up, shall we? Uh, check it out. Uh, you are listening to Downright Sports here on Dynasty Radio NY.com, your number one source for hip hop, RB, and soul. So, for on Thursday nights, it's your only home for all sports. You feel me? I like that. I was smooth. Uh, there are other shows on this network you should listen to, pay attention to, and subscribe. Well, you're going to subscribe. But I suggest you listen because they're very good shows. And they're good shows to listen to, okay? So, follow me if you will. <laughs> uh, kick off your mornings with the 9.50 Lounge from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, make yourself poison a bowl of cereal, some bacon and eggs, or whatever you eat. If you're a vegan, whatever, you know, grass, whatever. Get uh, 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 get ready and start your morning off. It is not morning for Money Penny. It is the night, and she is a night dog. <laughs> um, weekdays at from four to six. One of the voices on the CBS popular show, the talk, the Cheryl Underwood show. Monday at eight o'clock, you can get your day going. Pre-game, the pre-game mix with the one, the only DJ Chase. Uh, <clears throat> As he interviews some of the, uh, as he interviews the, the uh, a lot of big artists in the independent world that are up and coming, and he uh, gets a take and in their insight and in their voice to see what they you get to listen to them before they become superstars. Uh, listen to every Wednesday at eight o'clock the Kim Dynasty Show, uh, <coughs> radio host, entrepreneur. Uh, music lover Kim Dynasty developed the love of music in the early days. So listen to her show as she interviews some of the most influential people. And then after my show, Downright Sports, <coughs> listen to the Boom Bob Hour Uncut. The Boom Bob Hour is a podcast discussing topics and related to hip hop, the hip hop community, and the hottest artists out there today. Uh, entertainment news, interviews, topics, music, always raw, always uncut. So listen to them right after me every Thursday at 9 o'clock. And then, and speaking of 9 o'clock, if you want to take the show with you or hear some more, download the podcast at 9 o'clock. The show will post at 9 after the show. And then, if you want to see said me... Uh, you can watch it on YouTube as it posts. Actually, you get a sneak preview. It's not the whole show. It's cut up. So bear with me. Or don't bear with me. I, I don't feel like putting a whole hour on YouTube. So you get the hour show cut down to like 20 minutes. So go to YouTube first thing in the morning as it uploads at 9 o'clock. So a lot for me to say and do and go zone. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to... Um, Basically, in the NFL this past week, they made a couple, uh, the biggest trade or the biggest move that happened. 
the Philadelphia Seven, uh, Philadelphia Services, the Philadelphia Eagles traded Carson Wentz, their top draft pick. They've decided to say we bid you adieu, and they traded him to the Indianapolis Colts, where he reunites with his offensive coordinator Frank Barbaro, and um, this could be good for Wentz because I think he needs to get out of Philly. Wentz has always been trying to prove himself ever since they won the Super Bowl without him. They won a Super Bowl while he sat on the bench and while he's been playing, they've done squadoosh. His numbers aren't bad though. He's got um he's played in 80, 68 games, uh excuse me, uh, 113 touchdowns, there are only 15 interceptions. Last year was his worst year, 16 touchdowns to 15 interceptions. Uh, normally he's around the thirties. He's not. He was a uh, MVP topic the year they went to the Super Bowl, and since then he has been Mister Overrated because every year everybody projects him to be the next guy. Well, potentially maybe him going to the Colts is going to play indoors, more of a fan friendly place. The team's going to be more responsive. The team was very good under Philip Rivers. They made the playoffs with him. If they can do it with Philip. They can do it with you. So just don't break it. You know what I'm saying? Just take over. Uh, he's the second, the third big name quarterback to find a new home. The one that wants a new home is Deshaun Watson. And Texas is like, yeah, we ain't trading you. Now, they cut J.J. Watt last week. But they're not trading their franchise. If they do, they're going to want a lot for him. Um, the I don't see him getting traded because I don't think there's anything out there unless... Jacksonville wants to part ways with that number one pick. Now, that's not a bad idea. You put him with Urban Meyer. You let him play in Jacksonville, which is not that far from South Carolina, from where he played his college ball. He'll be, you know, kind of sort of the hometown guy. And he's good enough to, you know, kind of turn that team around a little bit. So, I, 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 that's a potential. You get a first-round pick. You do whatever you want when you're Houston to rebuild. Maybe you call Oakland up and see if uh, uh, John Gruden wants him. Yeah, you go after uh, uh, Derek Carr. At one point, you had his brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you, you make it full circle with the Carr family, and both guys can start over. Uh, but I don't see Jack. I don't see Watson getting traded unless they trade him to the 49ers and they take Jimmy Garoppolo. But then what was the whole point of the 49ers giving up stuff for him? You know what I'm saying? The guy had one year. He's, he's been hurt twice. But the one full season he played with the 49ers, they went to a Super Bowl. So why not just give him another chance? Like, I, the NFL is starting. NFL's always been a copycat league. But don't start copying other leagues. Like, don't start copying the NBA. Don't start copying baseball. Like, don't start copying hockey. Hockey, guys get traded every other week in hockey. Like, don't. Don't fall into that because it just is dumb and it doesn't make it. Doesn't, football is a system type of sport. You got to have the right guy in the right system to make it work. Everybody is not interchangeable. Everybody hate Tom Brady. You know what I mean? So, speaking of system, guys, so I've been trying to touch on this for the last two weeks, but Urban Meyer decided that he was going to hire a strength and conditioning coach. Nothing wrong there, right? Oh, yeah. The guy was only but fired from the last job he had because he had a couple racial comments. I don't know if Urban Meyer realizes, but 78% of his workforce is minority. I'm not even going to say black. I'm just going to give it a benefit of the doubt. There's some mixtures in there, okay? So, the Jacksonville Jaguars hiring Urban Meyer was what everybody wanted. Everybody, Urban Meyer, here's a guy whose track record goes five and out. He works for five years, and he gets sick or whatever, and he has to leave. And then he comes back. This is the first time he's going to go to the pros, where the players make more money than you, and you don't just get to tell everybody what to do. Urban Meyer is a lot like Nick Saban, where they're control freaks. I can't see this working out. Like I just don't see it, especially when the press digging his butt. And he don't have the benefit of having um, the student section cheer him on and go, Urban. No. If you suck, you're going to be told you suck. Now, granted, you're playing for Jacksonville, so the expectations aren't that high. All you really got to do is win two games, and you are already a success. Like, that's 
the expectations in Jacksonville. So I think <clears throat> they'll struggle this first year. And then potentially I ain't hit what he got a four four or five year deal. I think he'll make the playoffs once. You look at a, the only guy right now that's kinda had that success going from one to the other <clears throat> is Pete Carroll. But Pete Carroll had a stick in the pros already. So the others, um uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh wasn't bad. I think he just wore his welcome. But like Chip Kelly, remember Chip Kelly? He had that great year, and then he just bottomed out because it didn't work. Like you can't, like you, you have to be the level-headed guys. Jimmy Johnson, you know, they can make the transition because they don't treat players, <clears throat> they don't treat players like, uh, uh, like, like, like luggage. You know what I'm saying? They treat them with respect, treat them like men. So. We'll see how Urban Meyer works out. All right. Speaking of Urban Meyer, his former disciple, if you will, Tim Tebow is retiring from baseball. I don't know what that was retiring from, but <laughs> Tim Tebow has said he's done. He's done with baseball. Hasn't played one major league game. He's been a, playing the minor leagues in a couple home runs. But not one major league game. Mets never called them up. Even when the Mets was trash, they could have called Tim Tebow up and sold out City Field every game he played. But they didn't, and I kind of could. I tip my cap to the Mets for not going for that free cash grab. Should we be surprised though if Tim Tebow ends up with Jacksonville in some capacity, whether it's a backup quarterback, starting quarterback, or? A coordinator, like it could happen. Like he's young enough to where Irving could go, "Hey, how would you like to come play for me again?" Like I can see it happening. Like the re, and then if he wins with Tim Tebow, oh, he could buy, he could write his own ticket. Like, come on, like nobody won. Well, I thought Denver did him dirty, but you know, if Urban reunites with him, makes it happen, it happens. You know what I mean? Good for them. And then finally, I did that wrong. Um, the San Diego Padres have backed up the money truck to their to their guy, Francisco Tatis Jr. Jr. is now paying uh, fourteen years. I wrote it down somewhere. Fourteen years, three hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah. That young man ain't got to worry about buying anything <laughs> forever. I think he's got the third highest contract in the history of the game. It's 14 years. It's not the same way. A-Rod was 10 years. It looks like the money uh, 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 wedged out a little bit more, but still a lot of money. And the kid is good. If you look at his numbers, uh, 2019, he played um, 84 games. He had a 317, 22 home runs. That ain't too shabby. Why? Because in 2020, he batted 277 with 17 home runs in just 59 games. So yeah, he would he was gonna out he was gonna hit more home runs like he was on pace probably to hit 40. And the kid is he's got they, that Padre team is gonna be fun to watch. He's a you know take the hat off, let's have some fun kind of guy. I like. I'm sad that he's got such a long deal, but if, if out of the 14 years, if 10 of them are great, then they got their money's worth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just hoping he doesn't get hurt. He's a uh, was it shortstop. Shortstop, yeah, because uh, Manny Machado's third base. Like, I just hope you know he stays healthy. He's got Manny Machado. Maybe the you know that combination brings a championship to San Diego. They're first. They've been to the World Series, but they just never won one. So, this could be the kid. This is the kid, the new junior. Remember, there was Ken Griffey Jr. And you saw what Griffey did. Griffey was a beast. This kid's got that kind of, like, raw, like, oh, man. And his old man was a pretty good baseball player. Like, I watched his dad play for the the, the Cardinals. His dad was a half-pad, you know, so. But... Thank you all for listening and watching. This has been another show, another uh, pretty good show. I am worn out. 
I may or may not do another show next week. I haven't decided yet, so we'll figure it out. Um, I, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Play it by ear. Um, again, stay tuned for the Boom Bop Show, which is coming on right next. Uh, download the podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Spotify, or anywhere you can get a podcast. Uh, check us out at uh, Instagram at Downray Sports. Check us out at TikTok at Downray Sports. I'm going to add some new stuff there. Um, check us out at YouTube at Downray Sports. Uh, check out DJ Chase's YouTube at DJ Chase. Uh, download his podcast, the pregame show. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened, a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> you know, it's fun, fun times. But thank you all. Be safe. Uh, take your time. Love your fellow man. And as always, deuces. Big bones, these eyes. There's something dynamic about you, boy. Good one.